dick and then we'll do it <laughs> that could be a good episode though <laughs> it's a very short episode ah. <laughs> uh all right it's another episode of boo ha ha where i read a scary story questionably scary to a guest uh who is contractually obligated to mock them hello i'm here to insult you yes uh this is my guest carolyn main who you might uh, know from uh many podcasts uh, yeah, a couple. Um, yeah, I guess anyone who asks me contractually, you know, in the River City podcast gang, you have to do what they say. Yes. Or else you don't get any pizza at the end of the week, which is how we all live. We've been having pizza parties. Oh, shit. Uh, um, <laughs> awkward. No, yeah. Uh, let's see. My primary podcasts are a very special episode. And Pitch Please, the game of the 60-second screenplay. Yes, you are my first guest who has a physical game oh, that people can buy. Yeah, that's kind of my secret extra heat, is that I'm a cartoonist, and so I illustrated all those cards and also made up the game. So that and podcasting, I've got two muscles working together, folding. That's what we call making. a double threat. Yeah. <laughs> um no, the game is hilarious. Oh, uh, you. When you and Shane did the demo game at the, uh, at last, the live show. Not the last live show, but the last one I attended. Me too. Uh, it was better than both of the podcasts. <laughs> that's, th- that's nice. Thank you. No, it's it's only as good. It's fun because, so the idea is you there's a deck of 53 illustrated movie cliches, and you use three to make a movie pitch in 60 seconds. So you have to pull it all out of your ass. And the cards are funny enough that usually you can get something good and weird happening (laughs) and your pitch is only 60 seconds so you know that is a kind of perfect amount of time to just run forward like a crazy hollywood fiend and jam something together Uh, that is the length of pitch they taught us to do in film school because you have to be able to run it by someone yeah the elevator yeah the elevator pitch perfect Um, i have to give these to film schoolers and 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 improvisers instead of making comedians do it (laughs) i'm gonna make everyone do it just get a mix of like comedians and like film people yeah Um, they could all rub off each other and get extra (laughs) extra static going that is sexy consensually rub consensually rub it rub it um (laughs) so i have started kind of tailoring my stories to my guests oh, and cool. i decided to go ahead and get really really weird with these ones great oh wow thank you so uh, much i know you can handle it oh, so big time the um, bigger the better the some weirder of the rejected stories um <laughs> included a japanese ghost with an eyeball up its butthole i'm aware of that one i uh, i i'm honored that that exists <laughs> at all it just it feels like we all have the same humanity and fears um there was also a romanian guy who's suing his priest for that Hold for whatever. Like a putt-putt bike that doesn't have any muffler. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was Speaking of that sound, there was a <laughs> Romanian guy who was suing priests for not properly exercising fart ghosts. What? Uh, there was a naked nun named Maud. Uh, yeah, he's a Romanian lawyer who's suing three priests because they did not properly exercise demons in his home. And one of the things that the demons do to, like, bother him is <laughs> fart. There, what is this man doing? He, there goes that fart ghost. <laughs> you know, he's really easy to summon. I actually did uh, summon a fart demon just for the <laughs> background of that. 
pretty fast and loose with the Ouija board. Wow, Romania is kind of cooler than us. <laughs> well, I mean, they have all the vampires and yeah, fart demons. Um, I love keeping that occultism like in the courtroom <laughs> drama, like a Perry Mason murder oh, she yeah. wrote. <laughs> ghost golden I girls i want to see the like the exorcism of emily rose style movie yeah. that gets made about this yeah courtroom slash supernatural i'll put that on the next pitch please Ooh. make someone job me up that real fast <laughs> and then what was the next one a nude nun a, a named mod yes um she haunts was it b arthur no because <laughs> that'd be cool um no it's at this uh in in britain and I guess she was a nun who was named Maud, and she was uh, dicking around with one of the <laughs> monks, like, <laughs> actually dicking around. Yeah. And they found out, and then they stripped her and burned her at the stake. So now <gasps> she is, like... Recently? Or is she of yore? Uh, this is of yore. Okay, great. Good. I hope we can, you know... <laughs> not a recent witch burning. Let a lady dick without burning her. That's um, my goal, but we might be stepping backward. I think her name, like her ghost name is Mad Maud, and mm. she just shows up at this hotel naked and like pissed. She sounds cooler than Bloody Mary. <laughs> I might like try to make the teen switch. Yes. I think we need to update Bloody Mary. Let's do it. Mad Maud, the naked nun. Isn't that crazy that that's like a game that kind of everybody like played once, but you are actually summoning a demon? I'm still afraid of it. Me too. I was like one of the only ones at the slumber party who didn't go in the room. I'm like, shit, no, that's ghosts. No, 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 no. My rule with like ghosty things like Ouija boards and stuff is if you don't ask for none, you won't fucking get none. Yeah. Literally yeah. A, a none. Um, so our first story is two stories because they were short and one of them like I absolutely could not pass up. <laughs> Um, they are well, from if those are the rejected ones, I can't wait to see what's acceptable. <laughs> they are from Malaysia, and it's the Hantu Tetek and the Toyol, which I don't know if I have any Malaysian listeners, but hmm. we'll see if I catch heat. So in Malaysian mythology, there is a female spirit called the Hantu Tetek, a name which translates roughly to breast ghost. Ooh. <laughs> now uh. that's what I call boobs. <laughs> I assume she also answers to Titty Phantom, Boob Demon. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Bloody Mary. Sorry. You got a lot of competition. <laughs> to the Titty Phantom. <laughs> so she's described as a giant, hideous, witchy hag with giant tits. I love hags. I love tits. Uh, I, that's why I picked this one is because Yay. I knew that you had a soft spot for uh, hags. Yeah, your last episode <laughs> that the I saw After the fight with the... The hag vagina. I really saw so many beautiful hags and I just, I needed like a, a hag reboot of Golden Girls. We just need more. It's, you never, there's a, a lack of roles for women of a certain age. And yet there's all these great hags running around. Not that just aren't women of a certain it. age, but like ugly women of a certain oh, yeah. age. Yeah. Or you have your Judy Denches yeah. and your Helen Mirrens. Yeah. You're non-traditionally attractive. You just need your broads. like pre-makeover susan boyles your they character work. actresses yes oh i want it i want that reboot hollywood so the catch with this one is that the the boobs are on her back oh and spooky. she uses them to crush people <gasps> but she like smoosh them against the wall with her titties i think so or she like picks them up like that lady on youtube who oh, crushes watermelons with those her tits. are the craziest jugs in the business I, I haven't think, thought of her I think that lady's name is Busty Heart or something. Yeah, I think it's definitely Busty because she like busts things and she has a bust. Oh, oh my God. 
I don't know where she buys tank tops. I don't know where she buys anything. <laughs> She's ruined her life for those gigantic boobs, but then she breaks watermelons and that which it's I'm gonna fine hurt. with, right? But then she like does like she opens cans or something with them. I've not seen her open cans with them, but it's now something metal and I'm just like, "Honey, uh, no. Honey, stop." Once you can like crack a beer with your boobs. <laughs> I'm all for it, but also maybe choose a more moderate lifestyle. It's the same thing with Goatsy, just like uh. Yep, there's a there's your butthole ghost uh, eyeball for you. <laughs> um, so the main purpose of this witch is to capture young children who wander too far, or men who are dicks. I guess I don't know. I didn't really get wow. to the bottom of the dicks. Uh, yeah. The men. I mean, I feel more like the latter is deserving of scorn, but there are too many children. So <laughs> it's one of those things where like moms tell their kids like, "Don't stay out too late," or this. Bitch will get you, but it's weird. I want to bring that back. Yeah, I'm definitely telling any youths that I have access to. Don't stay out too late or some big lady with giant boobs is going to crush you. Watch out for the titty goes, dummy. (laughs) I don't have children, but I have pug dog children. And the one will like smell the corner for too long in the front yard. So now I'm going to be like, titty ghost, (laughs) titty ghost. I bet you could train a dog with that as a command. If you have a clicker and enough treats. (laughs) Um, so she smothers them with her boobs or wraps them up in them so they'll never be found again. Wow. It's kind of like when you lose a muffin crumb in your cleavage. <laughs> so long and thanks for the memories. <laughs> um, so that's all I could find on her. But like she was so good that I, I couldn't help it. So I, I really respect her. I'd like to connect with her on LinkedIn. I feel like she's not mean. She's just doing her job. <laughs> They just, you know, if she was a man, everyone would be fine with her. But because she's a woman, if it's it like, was oh, a, that a bitch. man ghost, like crushing people with his giant balls, it oh. would be fine. Like a tanuki might steal children with his balls. I haven't checked, but they might. There's, <laughs> they're scampy like that. I just, I feel sorry for her trying to buy bras. Oh yeah, just like the back pain. Like there's a size Literally, of it's right. There's a size that is, is is not worth the fun of it. it you become a spectacle, <laughs> unless that's your thing. God bless all types, whatever. But but yikes. Uh yeah, the pictures are great. Ooh. So Malaysia also has the toyol, which is a uh, fetus ghost. Oh, is it like to guilt trip you for your abortion? Uh, weirdly, no. Okay. Um, the they great. are the spirits of deceased fetuses <laughs> that are conjured by evil wizards to enter people's homes and rob them. Is it like miscarriages? I it didn't specify. Huh. I think it was just general f- fetuses, yeah. feti. There, there are feti. Don't worry about where they came from. <laughs> That's how we make this cold cream medicine. And sometimes you get ghosts. That's capitalism. Um, my question is how many? How like how much can a fetus actually hold to rob someone? <laughs> well, according to those like scare abortion posters i think they, they could hold like really grippy hands one dime <laughs> they seem to like or maybe a quarter if they're like six months i don't know what the malaysian currency is yeah oh good question yeah if it's paper they could probably carry more it's probably not stealing like an iphone mm, that's about <laughs> at the end of their limit yeah it has to be like keys coins paper some jewelry maybe car keys yeah maybe car keys and then it takes it back to the wizard and then the wizard now has your car keys because <laughs> that's where they go i've been wondering whenever i lose a set it was a fetus ghost well shit um so superstitious malaysians are frightened of them obviously um so they keep their money and valuables near mirrors and needles the huh. toil's biggest weaknesses huh 
Um, in addition to avoiding the aforementioned needles and mirrors, it is said that they'll forget about their master's orders for a chance to play with scattered marbles, sand, rocks, or anything that passes for a toy. Oh yeah, you gotta love sand. <laughs> so you have your real burglar alarm, and then you have your play school little people set, just in case. <laughs> I do always like the thing where you leave out something, you know, like Santa needs cookies, fetus ghosts need marbles. Yes. The titty lady, if you had a huge bra. If you had a huge bra, I think that would get you on her good side. Right. And it's good to be on good sides. Like Pele, is that the name of the Hawaiian ghost? Will sometimes present as a beautiful woman or an old hag. Is she the fire one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The volcanistress yes. slash she'll apparate. And the like, hot lady. Right. Or a hag. She'll do both. And so like you have to be nice to her as a hag or you don't get her at her hot lady. You mean like the beginning in Beauty and the Beast? Exactly. Exactly. I think we need more hags going around cursing royalty too. Be nice to ugly people. Yeah. Be nice to hags because they'll (laughs) fucking curse you. (laughs) It's not altruistic. It's just survival. Yeah. It's be nice to the uglies. (laughs) We love you uglies. We do. Um, So that is all I had for the first story. Um. Because this next one is really long. All right. And uh, those were the appetizers. Now the main course. Uh, this one is more in the name and the fact that it gets really ridiculous. But the title of this story is The Haunting of Cock Lane. Ooh-wee. I would like a house number 69 on Cock Lane. Wouldn't that I be believe the this life? is number 33 Cock Lane. Perfect. I could do that. Um, <laughs> so the Daily Mail headline that I came oh, across shit. Daily when, Mail. when okay. I was researching was, and I quote, The Curious Case of the Cock Lane Ghost, a, how a tale of sex, death, and loan sharking gripped London 250 years ago thanks to Scratching Fanny. They're going to be the only print news that's still around <laughs> forever. So really wow. the title of this is Fanny of Cock Lane. Right. And Fanny in British means it's vagina. A, it's a British story. Fanny in America means butt. But in Britain, it's the front butt. I don't know why we call them fanny packs because you do not. I mean, if you wear them on your butt, then it's it's still robbable. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just because Fanny's cute to us, but it, like, fully means pussy to them. So I could call it – I have one. I like it. I could call it a pussy pack. (laughs) I like your shutters. That makes me think I'm on the right track. Um, I mean, they call them bum bags in Britain, but I maintain that given where you wear it, it's more of a fupa pouch. Yes, that's good, too, if you get the alliteration on it. I also think they should be worn at the natural waist and not the hips It's kind of belly button range. Yeah, I do end up putting it on my fupa, like when I'm walking past people, so that like I'm not like knocking into things mm-hmm. with my sides. It's a great saddlebag. The like, last like three times I've gone to like theme parks, I'm like, I'm gonna get a fanny pack. This <laughs> this is the year I get a fanny pack, and then I bitch out and I end up carrying like <laughs> a Mickey Mouse like drawstring backpack, which oh, is yeah. it's worse. Backpacks, yeah, I'm rocking one today, so. I, I have a purse, too, which I wear for when I'm an adult lady, but the fanny pack is for, or the backpack is for when I'm biking and depending yeah. on the heaviness of gear. I wanted to drink a bottle of wine with you for this <laughs> podcast, so that was backpack. <laughs> there are little little boxes of wine, but I didn't have one that I could conceivably fit in the fupa pouch. I've had canned wine. Yeah, that's um, kind of cool, but they like, still don't sell it for $3. Yeah, I think I paid like $6 a can for this stuff. That's decent. I've seen like 12 and I'm like, well, oh, Jesus. no. Yeah. Yeah, I got like a canned rosé. I have nice. never felt whiter. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ways to wipe person. <laughs> yeah, I think we had canned rosé with our packed like German picnic. It's like 
sausages nice. and homemade sauerkraut and canned rosé. That sounds like a good day. Where is the ghost of canned wine? Or maybe I can do that when I die. You could, maybe you could like trap a ghost in a can oh, of wine. Oh shit! Or like that's what they should have done in the Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> Just a franzi, a box filled with demons. <laughs> That's actually really good. Like, if they were doing a comic book of their series, I would pitch that. Yes. Right? I want more of that. I know uh, yeah. dudes didn't like it much, but and I... I liked it when I watched it, but then I watched... And, you know, there's critiques that are really valid how it wasn't that good, but I mean, the bones are there. Something good yeah. could come out of it. I mean, it's not my favorite movie that's come out, but no, I enjoyed yeah. it. I had fun. Sure. You know, there's just a problem with comedies these days. A lot of them aren't that funny, and... I hope better people get money to make movies oh, God, in the yes. writing room. I, I feel like the funniest movie I've seen in the last couple months was Thor. And hmm. I think a lot of that was bright colors. Yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. I just rewatched Clock Watchers. Have you seen it? It's a 90s movie. It's got a great cast. Um, um, Tony Collette, Parker Posey. Not the one I was thinking Lisa of. Lisa Kudrow. Jamie Kennedy Jesus. for some reason, right? It's all 90s. If you want the DVD, I'll give it to you because we already ripped it. <laughs> and it's written and produced by women. So it's just like oh. this really 90s Daniel Klaus kind of office story. Yeah, I was thinking really nice. of Clock Stoppers. Oh, that's like where they go through time and they're British teens or something? Uh, The one that I'm thinking of had that hot guy from Bring It On. Oh, okay, yeah. One of those hot dudes. Yeah. Uh, I can't name him. Yeah. But. His name is Cliff. And, uh, oh, Jesse. Right. Jesse Hot Dude. Yes. Dot com. Uh, it's like <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. No. Oh, no, no. Know, if he got like nude and he had abs, he could be kind of hot. I haven't seen him in Batman v Superman. Me neither. I'm but not going to watch I that. can't handle the hair that yeah. he has in it. And yeah. that's all I picture. Jesse Bradford is his uh, name. Okay, yeah. No, he's a hot dude. I think it was like nine when Bring It On came out, and I had the biggest crush on him. <laughs> it's like Bernard the Elf from the Santa Claus. Oh. Mark Hoppus. And <laughs> I totally know Bernard. Yeah, he's in a lot. He did not. He's one of those people that you need to be nice to now. Yeah, well, he's on Twitter being kind of a total dick, so. Oh. Sorry. God damn it, David Crumholtz. Sorry. <laughs> So anyway, back to Fanny of Cockleane. <laughs> yes, let's let's really get into this. Um, <laughs> all right. So in 1756, mm -hmm. a man by the name of William Kent got married in Norfolk, England. Uh, William and his lady Elizabeth uh, moved to London, and everything was pretty chill until Elizabeth died in childbirth uh, in 1757. It was a harder time to give birth. We still in America have one of the highest mortality rates of maternals. It in is birth. 2018. God damn it. it. It scares me. I'm not sure I want to pop one out in this country. No. <laughs> but at least it's better than the 1800s. It's a slight improvement. Uh, well, uh, Elizabeth died and so did the baby. Oh, sorry, baby. Sorry, Elizabeth. So this is a bummer right away. So uh, William, uh, in his grief, turned to Elizabeth's sister, Frances, also known as Fanny, oh. uh, who had been living with them as a housekeeper. He's like, hey, we could fuck now. Technically, no, oh. um, because in the 1700s, uh, they weren't allowed to get married because uh, she was his sister-in-law. And they decided to live in sin. Oh, okay. So he's like, your sister's dead, and she died through my penis indirectly. So I still have my penis. <laughs> my penis indirectly caused her death. <laughs> so I could put it in you, and we could see how that goes. 
Oh. <laughs> it's a heck of a line. Oh, dude. Um, so they moved from the rented house they shared and set up home at 33 Cock Lane. Oh, my God. I would move there even with my sister's old husband, my deceased sister's husband, because, like, you don't, you can't get that kind of address these days. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's too funny, and then they don't let you. If your sister dies, yeah. you are legally obligated to move to Cock Lane. Oh, boy. Well, both of my sisters I, that I do have <laughs> have perfectly decent husbands that I would rather not marry just because they're like my brothers. Yeah. No, they are your brothers. Right? They are legally right? your brothers. Right? And, you know, they're perfectly nice, but I would rather not marry them. But if they lived on Cock Lane, you, you would know, make an exception. I would at least live in housekeeper. Yeah. Live in. And I'd be a really shitty housekeeper. <laughs> So they were renting 33 Cock Lane from the owner of the property, Richard Parsons, uh, who had a reputation as being a drunk and was always broke due to his excessive drinking. Nice, dude. So uh, Parsons approached William for a loan and borrowed 12 guineas, which is about 2,500 pounds in today money. Which is like $400-ish. Aren't pounds like... Two thirds of American money. I didn't do all ish. of the calculations. It was just it's like different uh, now with Brexit, but <laughs> well, it will be. But we're going down the toilet. Hold too. on. I think as you know, what is twenty five hundred pounds in U.S. dollars? Yes. It's three thousand four hundred eighty three dollars and eighty five cents. Oh shit! Three thousand. So he lent this man a lot of money. Ding. Um, and it was under the stipulation that he would pay one guinea back a month. So, 12 months. It was a 12-month loan. One guinea pig back a month. <laughs> yes, he borrowed 12 guinea pigs, which in today are equal to 3500 American dollars. <laughs> and one giant cat. <laughs> Just to keep the guinea pigs in check. <laughs> um, so, William lent it to him stupidly and also confided in him stupidly that he and Fanny were not married. So, idiot. Shit. Yeah, don't lend him money and don't let him know. Yeah, don't tell the drunk guy that you're living in sin where it's illegal. I guess they must have like been drinking together to m have these mistakes. It seems like the only way to lose your sense that much. Yeah. So I would. I don't tell my landlord shit. No, dude, don't tell them shit. Exactly. Well, That's it's two thousand years later, or four hundred <laughs> years later. So we know a little better as renters. No, it's 2,000 years. The story took place in the Bible. <laughs> it's uh, the book of Cock, chapter 6, verse 9. Oh, man. You just and, sold me on the Bible. And the Lord doth said, by the autumn of 1759, Fanny was pregnant. And when William needed to go away on business for a few days, uh, this is 1759 BT dubs, three right, years right. after he married her sister, two years after her sister died damn pretty fast he arranged for uh, the parson the drunk guy's 11 year old daughter elizabeth to everyone's named elizabeth um <laughs> to stay with fanny i was at this point that it took a paranormal turn Ooh. the first three paragraphs of the story were just cock jokes and and maternal death yeah and ill-advised money lending tenant landlord relations yeah <laughs> standard portland stuff really yeah uh, so their sleep was disturbed by knocking and scratching sounds that were coming from the wall they shared with a neighbor. Oh, shit. As said neighbor was a cobbler, Fanny assumed he was working late, 
Got to get them shoes out. Yeah, maybe it was the elves making his shoes for him while he slept. That would explain the next sentence. Uh, However, when the sounds continued on the following Sunday night, when Fanny knew the house next door was empty, she knew something ghostly was afoot. Or it was elves. Afoot, because of Cobbler. Oh, shit. Yep. I don't even... (laughs) I could have played that cool and been like, yeah, shit, yeah, I did that. (laughs) I meant this. Mm -hmm. I was just writing this at 11 o'clock at night. I love unintentional puns that are just right there. They make me happy because I never miss one. I'm just, I'm always looking at them, like looking for pennies on the ground. Aha! Uh-huh, I'm rich now. <laughs> um, so whether William actually believed Fanny is unclear, but he did make arrangements for them to leave Cock Lane. Sad. <laughs> uh, as Parsons had not even begun to repay the loan, William told his lawyer to take legal action against Parsons to recover his money. Ooh. Parsons, by way of retaliation, elected to be a dick and make it known to all that William Kent and Fanny were not legally married. Oh, shit. Mm. So so why didn't they just stay and deal with the ghost and then let the rent be the loan? Um, I think the first rule of a haunting is if you can, you move. Really? Yeah. I think... Here's another pitch. <laughs> I think that there should be, like, paranormal ghost clearers. They, like, help you redecorate. You mean exorcists? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not like a fucking priest, because those guys have more sin on them than holiness. So, like, that tiny lady with the squeaky voice exactly. from Poltergeist. Exactly. Carol Man. That lady. Get her in everything, right? Like, just a nice hippie lady with some sage. If anybody has, like, a need, I have a perfectly lovely one. I'll recommend you. <laughs> Parentheses. I know a lady. Yeah, I do. I am a little bit woo-woo. I don't wear it out on my chest all the time unless, like, I get a couple more cups in. But, like, I've got some people I feel like this can help and handle most situations. And, you know, sage. Just start with some sage, sage for it. sure. Um, last week, uh, not last week, last month. This is a monthly podcast because <laughs> I don't like committing. Yeah, um, fuck it. Months a lot. We, the guy that we were talking about, like, saged his apartment. And it kind of helped. Mm-hmm, and then he mm-hmm. just didn't do it again. What happened to him? Uh, he's still alive. He's still tweeting about it. And uh, it's 100% fake. <laughs> That's the problem. I like, you know, just with movies and paranormal things to just suspend my disbelief. Yeah. At least um, until the story's over and someone dies. Oh, I'll tell you about this when we're done. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Um, he's live tweeting his haunting. Oh, is it that cartoonist guy? Yes. Yes, I know that one. That's good. That's uh, good. It's good until he brought the doll out. Oh, shit. It's advanced. It's advanced. Good for Um, him. He's a really good cartoonist, too. Yeah, it's like all ghosts on his Twitter, and then his Instagram is like funny and cartoons, and he doesn't even mention the ghost once. (laughs) That's great. Like, (laughs) night and day looks. (laughs) (laughs) Keep my work separate from my haunting. They moved, and the dude didn't replay the loan, and he told everybody that uh, William and Fanny are married. Well, Uh, so, I mean, I don't know quite about the times, but... was that too much more complicated than just, like, getting divorced from your dead wife and then marrying her alive sister? It was the 1750s, yeah. so I, divorce, I don't think, was a thing for, like, common people. But it's like, when they die, you don't even have to get divorced, right? I think it's because she's the dead lady's sister, so they're related. I don't know. Yeah. The, they were weird back then. Yeah. I mean, I'd be all for, like, a little bit of a public spanking for him, <laughs> just because, you know, it's a little gauche, frankly, his dick. 
is cause of death and then he's keep he's trying to exterminate her whole family penis by penis a little rude well this man is just destroy like destroying everything so uh <laughs> this drunk guy parsons who owed money to yeah, this man this guy's uh, even worse he claimed that the knocking and scratching sounds uh, were caused by William's deceased wife, Elizabeth, Ooh. seeking revenge for the unprincipled behavior of her husband. You little. After they moved, Fanny contracted smallpox. Okay. I was like, I was like, gonorrhea? Syphilis? No. I thought it was another dick AIDS. thing. No. Uh, <laughs> by February 1760, she was dead along with her unborn child because life oh, isn't fair. She, she was pregnant too. Yeah. This guy's dick is super cursed. Um, Parsons, who claimed that the unearthly noises had continued at his property, despite the fact that William was no longer living there, um, claimed that the sounds were messages from Elizabeth and also possibly her sister, the recently deceased Fanny. It took a long goddamn time to get to Fanny's ghost, but here we are. (laughs) Scratching Fanny. Scratching Fanny. Which in Britain means the vagina. That's so funny that there's a nickname that they use that means... It's short for Francis. Right, but oh yeah, but yeah, but, but. <laughs> um, it was around this time that Parsons began conducting seances. He was really determined to like not pay this money back. Um, he incur <laughs> he was encouraged by a Methodist minister, <laughs> Reverend John Moore, who was keen to provide the existence of an afterlife. During these seances, Parsons claimed to have contacted the spirit of Fanny, who, through knocking and scratches, told him that she had in fact been murdered by William Kent via arsenic poisoning what no william soon heard about the seances and decided it would be in his best interest to attend any future gatherings wow so So he's just been accused by murder of a ghost a a scratch two knocks and a scratch and it's the fucking cops at his door the bobbies (laughs) yes are they bobby no Lori's truck bobby is a police officer ah yeah yeah i uh Fanny is vagina. Yes. (laughs) It's either a nice young lady named Frances or a vagina. (laughs) A perfectly nice vagina, probably, too. It could be both. A nice lady, a nice vagina. (laughs) That's like if there was an American name that you shortened the pussy. Hey, puss. Priscilla. (laughs) You don't hear that one anymore. It's probably a little close. I'm going to name my firstborn Priscilla. Please do. I will teach her about the titty ghost. You can go stand at Pioneer Square on the weekends next to that guy who screams about the Bible and just scream about the titty ghost. That would be fun. It's less offensive and oh, annoying. Yeah. It, would, it would be a good diversion. I don't. It takes a lot of energy to scream. I don't know if I have that kind of hate built up in me, but maybe I'll do like a little mic. Oh, yeah. Get a soft voice. Yeah. Hey, there's, there's a titty ghost. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, titty ghost. Um, at one meeting, Parsons claimed that Fanny had told him that William Kent would be hanged for her murder. How the fuck does she know? Whoa. Um, William was, by now, ready to deal with Parsons' allegations and had brought with him his lawyer as well as the doctors who had cared for Fanny during her illness. This is a great red herring because he's diverted the whole conversation away from the, the fact that he loan. owes him money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to pay because <laughs> your ghost said you're a murderer. Um, however, despite their confirmations that Fanny had indeed died of smallpox, many in the community believed Parsons and demanded that William pay for his crime. Damn. I know. It's almost like he said that William wasn't born in England or something. Oh, the rabble. Why can't you ever be on the side of justice, you know? <laughs> um, it was at this point that the press gave the ghost of Cockley in the name of Scratching Fanny. <laughs> 
This is kind of less a ghost story and more just a horror story <laughs> on the bad impulses of people and finances and the mob mentality. Um, oh, God. This whole thing had become such a goddamn circus that the Lord Mayor of London became involved. <laughs> And he decided to sort the thing out once and for all. Damn, what does he know about it? Oh, just wait. Uh, <laughs> he noticed that the parson's daughter, Elizabeth, who was always present when the knocking and scratching occurred. Oh. Um, after questioning, Elizabeth confessed to producing the noises herself by means of a wooden board that she kept hidden under her bed. I don't know why. Oh, shit. Initially, she had only wanted to frighten Fanny, but once her father had realized that he could use Elizabeth's tricks to avoid repaying his debt to William Kent... He colluded with his daughter to implicate Kent in Fanny's death. Oh, damn. The whole Perry Mason the reveal. The mayor just brought this shit down. Damn. Uh, so William Kent's reputation was thus restored, and he went on to live an otherwise remarkable life with his <laughs> new wife, wife, Bathsheba. I didn't think the mayor was going to do anything useful. I guess they used to be better politicians or something. He ain't called the Lord Mayor of London for nothing. Damn. Um, Parsons and Moore were arrested. Parsons was in prison for two years. The end. That's kind of like, what was it? Those two teen girls during the 1900s the spiritual The craze. Fox sisters. Yeah, they, just they like, would do their own toe wrapping. Yeah, and they would like click their heels and shit. Right? Yeah. I uh, can't wait for spiritualism to come back. It's any minute now. We're in the recession. Ghosts are there. Well, it's it's always there. Like you can look up EVP recordings on YouTube and spook yourself any day. Yeah, I I like I was reading this story like in the dark bath because that's how I take baths, and like I was getting creeped out. I'm like, no, this is not even <laughs> scary. I'm reading about a giant titted ghost. It's not scary, right? Uh, that's charming compared to our real lives. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dessert just to think about a big titted ghost being your problem. So that's our two prepared stories. Uh, we are going to take a short commercial break, and then we'll come back with a listener email. Uh, do we want to hear about someone's grandma visiting them or a tiny ghost playing with an old dollhouse? Hmm. Those are both good, but we're definitely going to go dollhouse. Dollhouse ghost. All right. Attention Boohaha listeners. This episode was brought to you by Bertha's Big Ass Titties Back Bra. All the support you'll ever need for your boobies. This episode is also brought to you by the You Gonna Meow Podcast Network, of which Boohaha is now a part. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm super excited. Remember to check out Aisle 5 for Bertha's Big Ass Titties Back Bra. Back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that ad. It uh, was a great ad. I'm going to buy that product. For your ghost tits. I need it for these huge boobs on my back. <laughs> They're out of control. Let's see. Where did that email go? So this uh, is an email from Sadie in Canada. Hmm. It is titled, and I quote, little boy asshole ghost. And I don't think there's actually a little boy's asshole in the story. That's good because I won't get arrested. <laughs> I'm not going to jail over a ghost asshole. <laughs> what are you in for? I want to talk about it. I did a podcast about a little boy's asshole. He was dead, <laughs> though, so it was fine. <laughs> what would be your tough tattoo? Like, ghost asshole <laughs> on your knuckles, lifting weights. I don't think asshole would fit. Yeah, no. A-hole. <laughs> uh, oh, good, yeah. I'd, you'd have to get, like, the A on the thumb. You could do ass and then hole. That's enough. Just have asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's going to be my prison aesthetic. 
I've been here for ghost porn. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so everything from here is a quote. I'm just reading her email. Alrighty. Uh, so most of my ghost stories happened when I was a kid. I like to rationalize lights turning on and off as electrical problems now, so I don't live in constant fear. Mm-hmm. Seems to be working. Thumbs up emoji. Uh, Toronto has a bunch of cool old houses, and when I was about five, my mom and dad and I lived in one close to the beaches. Multiple beaches. All right. Um, I remember it was a walk up, a long hallway down to the kitchen and the lo- and the dining room, and another staircase that went up to the two bedrooms before you got to the living room. That is a weird apartment. Yeah. Uh, Sadie, I'm going to need you to email me again with the floor plan. <laughs> and how many coasts are near you? Is it like the beginning of... Step by step, where you just CGI'd <laughs> in an extra coast for the ambiance, because that's legit. I feel like Toronto has some lakes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I remembered my mom loved that living room and my bedroom because they both had a bay window. All right, that's cool. Oh, both bay um, windows. Freaking dang! That right. and two coasts. You're kind of living the, the sweet life. That's the dream. And um, healthcare. Fuck them. Uh, this house was weird. Period. It was a lot of dark wood, and my mom's best friend refused to come over because she said it felt like there were bad vibes. There you go. Well, that's how you get a good deal. You gotta listen to your mom's like weird '90s new age best friend. Yeah, she has a point. See, now she could just take her her spiritualism and make that into like a ghost cleanser. She could have a side gig out of it. That's how you make the extra money. It's a way. <laughs> um, so I had this wicked room. Uh, wicked. It says wicked. What kind of wicked? Like, ooh, let's I see. I think like Boston wicked. Like wicked awesome. <laughs> but then we'll see. Uh, with the bay window, a bunch of toys and stuff because I was five. My pride and joy was one of those delightfully 90s play school dollhouses at the end of my bed. And she included a picture. Oh, hell yeah. I love play school. Yeah, that's gorgeous. I had a dollhouse, but it had magnetic whoa dolls like you would put them in certain spots and they would like say things that's cool i think i know that i had mostly legos and then uh my other friend's house they had duplos Ooh, yeah the, aren't that the name of them they're like the bigger the chunky Lego ones looking. yeah still pretty cool i loved them all i had that dollhouse and then i had a barbie cruise ship oh shit they did a, they have like a, a toilet problem like the real cruise ships <laughs> and like get stranded no it did have a plastic blender on top sick dude i yeah. don't know what you were supposed to be making with it like it had plastic blades so you weren't going to be making pina coladas <laughs> in there yeah we had a we had a barbie pool thing it was pretty cool uh so that's sadie's dollhouse um very pretty it's pink and white i'm not going to describe it this is a podcast yeah, you know, it's it's plastic, so don't think of the most beautiful wooden Victorian dollhouse that you couldn't afford. God, I love those. This one's a little more attainable. Yeah, no, I look at dollhouses, and I'm like, I can't just buy these. I want a dollhouse, but I want it to be haunted. Just the dollhouse. Um, You know, you could do that. You could just Ouija board. You can you can haunt your own stuff. Get a tiny dollhouse Ouija board. Conduct a oh, tiny seance. That would sell. And get a fetus ghost. That's a good, put that commercial in, too. There like, we go. That's a good product pre-haunted dollhouse fuck yeah dude um so sadie says i never slept well and i used to wake up a lot but the rule was i had to read or play very quietly because my parents room was right across the hall and i slept with the door open because there was a light at the top of the stairs it's good to learn to (laughs) self-soothe i was 100 percent adamant that there was a kid that came into my room to play with my toys Hmm. yeah i would get up in the morning and my stuff would be moved all around my room she thought it was me playing and trying to blame it on an imaginary friend or something. She got real tired of my waking up crying and screaming 
at him to get out of my room. Oh, this is great. Wow. Uh, but I feel like I was warranted in freaking out. Yeah. Nothing like waking up to someone sitting on the floor at the foot of your bed. That's legit. This is totally a ghost. I believe you 100%. Sadie. Uh, once I got a little too high and watched a horror movie Ooh. and fell asleep. And then I had a backpack hanging on the back of my door. <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night still high and almost had a panic attack because I thought it was the Babadook. Oh, shit. So I feel you. <laughs> But she wasn't high. She was a five-year-old. She was naturally high because children are yes. full of it was that magic natural stuff. five-year-old high, and I believe a real ghost. If that was a drug, like you could snort something and feel like a five-year-old, I would totally do that recreationally. Just snort five-year-old essence. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Now I'm a I'm a lizard person eating children's blood. Oh Whoops. shit. Whoops. So Sadie. So one night she comes up the stairs and she hears the unmistakable sound of a kid playing with dolls and yeah. trying not to get caught you know making up voices but whispering about Aww, it little baby ghost boy just needed some dollhouse time so she came up quietly to try to catch me playing that mom stealth game oh shit she was surprised to see me in my bed and so she looks down at the foot of the bed and she can still describe the kid she saw sitting there see mom see <laughs> bitch you see this uh she said he looked like he was in full-out 70s wear at this point i'm over it so i asked my mom to tell him to stop playing with my stuff because i was trying to sleep just like sleepy from bed like can you get the ghost place fuck <laughs> she promptly freaks out and turns the light on nothing yep uh, there's some other stuff with a giant picture frame swinging back and forth on the wall, a rocking chair that would rock back and forth, and my cat skidding down the hallway. But mostly yeah. I was just pissed that mom wouldn't let me take the dollhouse with me when we moved. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah, it's not the, the dollhouse that's haunted so much as the location. I'm basically positive, you know. Um, ghosts tend to stay in houses. Yeah. Uh, they could they could attach to things, but I think, you know, it's not the dollhouse's fault. But <laughs> it's so sad when you think of that. Like, ghost child, when children get lost, like. You remember the, the new age friend who wouldn't go into the house? Yeah. Uh, so the last paragraph. My mom's friend recently came oh, out shit. to her house and I asked her about that house. There's an epilogue. Her exact words were... <laughs> That house was fucked up, man. I don't know how you guys stayed there as long as you did. Yeah. And that is our email from Sadie. Sadie, that is a great email. Thank you. Not a single asshole. <laughs> I love that she has the the childlike perspective of she's just like mad. Like, Mom, like, can you like just get him to shut up? <laughs> it's been a long day. I colored a lot. There's this asshole at preschool. <laughs> I couldn't I figure out my overalls. Had to learn to read today, so could we not with the ghost child? There's this fucking kid at school. and uh. It's like having a sibling who is able to get you in trouble for all this shit that they do because they're ghosts. I have a brother who's seven years younger than me. I Did you have that experience? I've gotten the shit kicked out of me by <gasps> a seven-year-old and oh, still been blamed for it. No, see, it's like that. At least this ghost wasn't kicking and hitting. No, it's... It was pretty chill for, like, yeah. a ghost. Because little kid ghosts can tend to be yeah. the worst. They run around just as bad as real little kids and with less boundaries. Like, so, like, I I have a friend who does some psychic stuff. And she, like, I'm like, so what's the ghost deal? And she's like, it's like you just get stuck on Earth. And it's like you're hungry all the time. Ugh. You're just stuck and hungry and everything's kind of gray and cold. And you're just out of sync. And then, you know, they have to, Carol Ann go up to the light and reconnect with the source, right? Basically, this is my idea of the world. <laughs> and and it's just like even sadder when they're a lost child because adults have more 
sense to get back up there and go away yeah, but a child little you kids be, don't know what the fuck is going on yeah you can be lost for forever so the poor 70s kid um if you know where the house is and if that kid hasn't been like sent up by some carol ann psychic lady you know let us know we'll send out a ghost we know some people we'll get our people on it um i think it was on the spooked podcast mm-hmm. where they they have people come tell their ghost stories there was this lady who lived in a house that was haunted by three kids Aww. and well, at least they had each other exactly <laughs> well and she wasn't like scared of them after she figured yeah. out what was going on so she like bought them christmas presents what? and when they had to move she like said goodbye and stuff and it was just the sweetest fucking thing that's amazing so a buy ghost your, mommy buy your ghost a present yeah that's a great point um so this is the part of the podcast where i ask you if Yay. you have a ghost story i totally do i kind of have two uh i'll start with the least interesting most <laughs> modern one because it reminded Ooh, a me modern ghost yes, story it's, it's to this day uh, so my neighborhood uh it's transitional and we've got a house next to us that has been abandoned for a couple years and we knew the people who were living there before. So what they were is an old dude who got cancer and he had to mortgage his house for his medical treatment. Oh, God. State of America, right? And so uh, the house went into liens. And anyways, he did eventually pass. And the house like had money in the hole for his medical treatment. And the only interaction I recall having, I did meet him when he was alive, when I moved in. And I'm glad it was when he was alive. Yeah, I, well, oh, well oh, I right. met him This when is he a ghost story. Never mind. <laughs> and, and the only thing, there was some loose dogs roving in our neighborhood. And the guy was like, have you, we were like, oh, be careful. You know, the dogs are out or whatever. Not little pugs like my babies, but some serious dogs. So Lucille, too. Good. We're good. She can do whatever. <laughs> Bye. 